Welcome to the This Teacher Life podcast summer replay episodes where all summer long I am going to be dropping the episodes that you loved most during season two. You don't have to go searching for which ones should I binge listen during summer break because I took all of the data, all of the downloads, all of your inputs, and I'm going to be re-releasing those and remixing them all summer long. That means that you don't have to miss a single hot topic that was released during season two, which was so fun and so successful. And I want to thank you for being a part of it. The very first summer replay episode had so many downloads, and I get why. The title was How to Celebrate Education Even When It Feels Like a Hot Mess. And teacher friend, I don't know about you, but I felt like a hot mess a lot this year. But in this episode, we focus on the concept that you are crushing it. We don't have to feel deflated as we go into next school year. We don't have to feel like we've lost our educator energy because we are crushing it for kids. And we do that best when we're celebrating education. I want to celebrate this summer with you. I want to celebrate this episode again. Maybe you've listened to it before, but your teacher heart is ready to listen to it again. Maybe this is your first time ever listening to This Teacher Life. You guys stick around all summer long. We're going to be having a blast and I cannot wait for you to check this episode out again. On a scale of one to 10, how hard would you say that you are crushing this year? I'm not going to judge whatever your number is. You might be like, girl, are you serious? You're asking the wrong question. Maybe the question should be, how much is this year crushing me? And if you thought that, that is a fair, very valid question. But when I say crushing it, I don't mean the popular kids term like, oh yeah, I just I just crushed that cheeseburger. Oh yeah, I crushed that science test. That's not what I'm actually talking about. You see, in education, I use an acronym called crushing it often. And crush stands for the five pillars of education that I think that every single single teacher really needs to focus on. And that is what this five-part series during the next month is going to be about. We are going to unpack what the acronym CRUSH actually means. And part one is starting today. We are going to focus on the C of CRUSH and I hope to see you in this episode. What? Oh, God, I love it. Oh, it's a, such a good pun. Okay, now, before we get into it, I want to actually read a five-star review that was left on the Apple Podcast app. And it says, I was in a slump when I found this podcast. Monica's energy is infectious even through the speakers. I love listening to this every Monday because it gives me a different perspective on how to teach students and really remember that it is important for students to love this school year. Thank you to the listener of the week who left that and said inspiration to have a great week. 
You guys, I want this podcast to inspire you. I want this podcast to inform you. I want this podcast to help you crush it. And so let's dive into this five-part series. Let's make it happen. There is awesome in every single school day. the big question. How can teachers like us who love our job, love our students, and love being a part of education celebrate awesome even more in our classrooms and learning communities? Where can we find teaching tips and tricks? Where can we find engaging stories and motivational strategies? That is the question and this weekly podcast is your answer. So welcome to all my teacher friends. My name is Monica Genta and I am so excited that you are here listening to this podcast, This Teacher Life. that a lot of you have actually read the book Crushing It and I will for sure share a link in the show notes so if you haven't read it I will send you a free digital copy of it um I want I want everyone to crush it so I will just I'll send that in your direction if you haven't already read it now if you have read it and you're thinking I don't know if I need this five-part series because I've already read the book I think we all need a reminder especially now that we're crushing it and sometimes we just need that that reminder of are we actually focusing on the five pillars of education do we realize that we are making an impact in all five of those areas and today we're focusing on the C so what does the C of crush stand for it stands for celebrate and I'm resisting so hard I'm not gonna resist we gotta celebrate good times come on what send me to Hollywood American Idol let's go some of you might have recently seen on Instagram I had a full karaoke party and it was and you were all invited and it was it was fun we did that together and Christina Aguilera came with Jeannie in the bottle she did and it was it was lovely um but seriously celebrates and I'm not just talking about karaoke although classroom karaoke is a fabulous way to celebrate we're not even going down that rabbit hole on this episode but what we are gonna do is figure out what does that actually mean? When we celebrate education, I actually want to break that down into the three parts of celebrating education. And so walk with me on this celebratory path. I think that we have to celebrate students. I think we have to celebrate our school. And I think we have to celebrate silly So I actually want to give you an idea for each of those three parts of celebrating education. I like I am so into this and this is the perfect way to start the acronym CRUSH because 
Why did we go into teaching in the first place? Um, because we like kids. Why did we go into uh, education in the first place? Probably because at some point along the lines, a teacher celebrated us in a really cool way. And so that created this ripple effect. So I want to just give you an example of one way that I celebrate students in just an absolutely ridiculous but super easy way. And it involves Benjamin Franklin, the president, whose face happens to be on the $100 bill. So let's see. Golly, this would have been probably like 12 years ago for Christmas. My mom was celebrating me and she bought me this rug and I was like mom cool thank you for this rug and she's like unroll it Monica unroll it and I unrolled it and it was a Benjamin Franklin rug my mom literally purchased a $100 bill rug and I laughed so hard because my mom's hilarious like who buys their daughter a $100 bill rug Mama Jane does and Mama Jane said Monica I thought that you could have so much fun with this in your classroom. And my mom was totally right. I didn't even know I needed or wanted this $100 bill rug. And she instinctively and maybe impulsively bought it for me. So here I was with this $100 bill rug thinking like I have no idea what I'm going to do with it. And then my game changer mentality and my quirky personality came together and said, yes, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to roll out the red carpet on that one. Now, obviously, it's not a red carpet, but this is a figure of speech. So I thought I'm going to roll out that Benjamin Franklin rug and I am going to make it rain with love for students. I'm going to give them the opportunity to walk down that red carpet, also known as the Benjamin Franklin rug. And I'm going to let them have their time to shine. I'm going to celebrate them as individuals. Now, I've done this in a lot of different ways. Sometimes we roll it out and they can come on up and walk down that carpet, walk all over Benjamin Franklin's face and get you a piece of old man candy. Sometimes it has been like, we just need a minute. It is your time to shine. Come walk across this and wave. Come walk across this and show your best dance move. Sometimes we just need that. Or sometimes it's been, I'm going to give you a certificate of awesome to show you how awesome you have been during this quarter or this semester. I actually write about that strategy, the certificate of awesome in my book, Game Changers. But this rug, which was totally random, turned into something totally awesome because we as teachers know that students deserve to be celebrated. And I'm not saying that you need a Benjamin Franklin rug to do that. Although I am 1 million percent confident that you can find one on the Amazon. But I just want you to get like that, that mindset of how can we celebrate students in significant but simple ways more often. Um, particular during this ongoing pandemic that feels like it is never going to quit, right? So do I think that that kind of celebration makes a difference for students? I really, really, really do. So there's the first part of it. 
Like, I also think, like, let's just have a party hat, right? Uh, in Crushing It for Kids, I have a symbol for each of these. And just so you know, the symbol for Celebrate is a party hat. Get yourself to the Dollar Tree, buy some party hats, and just teach your average lesson wearing a party hat. Give your kids party hats. Like, let's go for it. Because why the heck not? If we look at the very next part of Celebrate, we're not just talking about celebrating students. Let's take it next level and let's also celebrate our school. I really think this beautiful ripple effect happens when we go from celebrating students to saying, you know what, our classroom is one small but really integral part of this entire hallway or this not entire pod, but also this entire building. And I know that sometimes it's hard to get everyone on board, right? Like I've gotten lots of DMs recently about what do you do with that negative Nancy who just won't quit? And if your name is Nance and you are like, but I'm not negative, I hate that. I'm so, okay, okay. So if, if I love you, Nancy, if, if there's a Nancy listening, I love you. But this is not about your name being Nancy. This is about what do you do when not everybody wants to celebrate? Will you let them have their pity party and you still celebrate? That's what you do. And so I think sometimes our schools need to come together for whoever's going to get on that positivity train and you guys come together and say, let's celebrate our school. So what's an idea for that? How can we do that? One of my favorite ways to do that is to throw front lawn parties, like front yard of your school get a boom box going right put that thing on your shoulder get the sony walkman you knew the you know the one the big black one that had the dual speakers on the side and it had that disc player on top get out the boom box get out the rolling stereo get out a little bose wi-fi speaker get out the bluetooth whatever get some jams pumping in the front yard of your school When drop-off happens, pump, pump the jam, pump it up while your feet are stomping. What? Do you remember that song? Oh my God, it's so good. I had it on cassette. Okay, but I'm serious. Like, play some music as kids are coming through, getting their masks, getting their temperatures checked. Like, handing out masks at the beginning of the school day doesn't have to be terrible. Scanning kids in and being like, have you had the fever? Have you had the chills? Have you had the snot? It doesn't have to be terrible. It can be something really, really fun simply by playing some hot jams as the kids walk in. And you might be like, Monica, I'm a virtual teacher right now. I don't I don't have the front lawn of the school. Okay. Are you pumping up those jams as the kids are coming into the Google Meet? Or do you have yourself on mute while you wait for everyone to arrive? Right? Play some music in the background. Have a full-out dance party on camera to celebrate your school, to celebrate the situation. There's a lot of crap going on. I wanted to say there's a lot of shit going on. We know that. But how can we celebrate and have a really good time despite all of the crappy circumstances? I seriously want you to think about this. Like, what can you do as part of the school 
to get people on board. Maybe it's not playing music in the front lawn. Maybe it's handing out granola bars as the kids come in. Maybe it's dressing up and having a spirit week. Like, I think that just because things are really hard right now doesn't mean that we have to make it harder on ourselves. Um, Let me repeat that. Just because things are hard right now doesn't mean that we have to make it harder on ourselves by stopping things that we would normally do just because we have to do things differently. That needs, like, quote that. Oprah probably said it. She didn't. But let's just, like, it's that good, okay? So I think at this point we're starting to see a theme And it is positivity. I mean, that's what celebrating is about. Whether we are celebrating a person, we are celebrating a holiday, anytime we're celebrating, we are saying, let's highlight the good. And I want to do that more often in our schools. Now, if you are saying, Monica, I am on board this positivity train. I believe in celebrating education. I want you to know that. Me too. Me too. I am also on board that train. In fact, I wrote an entire book about this. Maybe you've heard of it. It's called 180 Days of Awesome, Celebrating Every Single Day of Education. This entire book is 180 stories, strategies, silly things that celebrate the profession that we are a part of. If you kind of find yourself every single morning as you walk in or log into your school or every single day feeling defeated as you walk out or log off of your school setting, then I think that 180 Days of Awesome is truly a book that needs to be a part of your teacher life. It was something that I wrote because I was in a massive funk in my career. I about left the teaching profession and writing this book that was never supposed to be a book in the first place, truly. When I released it, it became a massive momentum builder for myself as a person and myself as a professional. And I didn't want to release it. I really didn't. But I'm so happy that I did because the ripple effect of awesome and the ripple effect of celebrating education that it has created makes me so happy every single day. If you haven't checked out this book yet, if you don't own this book yet, go to monicagenta.com slash books. I'm going to drop that in the show notes. Get yourself a copy and let's celebrate 180 days of awesome together. That's monicagenta.com slash books. So we have talked about celebrating students. We have talked about celebrating schools. And now we are to the final part, the final chunk of the C in crush. We are talking about celebrating our silly One thing that I've always believed, but I believe it now more than ever, and I say it all the time, if you've done professional development with me or done one of my online courses, you know that I one bajillion percent believe that laughter leads to learning. Mm, It does. Laughter leads to learning. 
for both us as adults, but also for our students. So how can we celebrate our silly and our students' silly more often? And I want to give you an example of something that I did. It was so stinking simple, but it created so much laughter in the classroom. I couldn't take myself seriously. Interestingly, the kids, they did take me seriously because they're like, of course you would do that, Miss Chenta, because that's just how you roll. And I'm like, you know it. But I'm in a building right now that's 100% in person. And so we are obviously doing masks at all times in our building to keep everyone safe. And I thought, you know what? One thing that I used to do in my classroom when I was just in a funk and I wasn't like feeling the passion. We've all been there. It's okay. But I would often put on a sticky mustache and teach a very average lesson while wearing a sticky mustache from the Dollar Tree, seven for one doll hair. And I would do that. And it, I realized the other day, Monica, why haven't you done that? Like you have not done that all year long. And I blamed it on, well, because I got a, ma- a mask on. The reason why I haven't done it is because, well, you know, my mouth is covered. And then I realized, hello, it is actually even more silly if you put that mustache directly on your mask and live your life, live your best life, teaching a lesson with a sticky mustache on a mask. So you know what I did? I stuck that on the mask and I rolled with it. I taught my lessons. I taught my lessons hard. I really committed to just celebrating that silly. And I had different mustaches on every period. I would trade it out. I had the one that kind of curled up a little bit. I had the one that's like, that might actually be an eyebrow. I had the one that um, is really pointy on the ends. Like I switched out my mask, or excuse me, my mustache on my mask every single class period. And I had a blast. It was so silly. It was so, it was like, honestly, it was so stupid. But the kids thought it was hilarious. They walked in. You know, I teach middle school, high school. So I had a lot of kids rolling those eyes. But I thought, "Mm mm-hmm, you're rolling laughing in your head. You can roll those eyes at me. But I know on the inside and under that mask, you you are giggling. You are smiling. So do not deny the celebration of silly right now. And guys, that's all there is to it, right? When it comes to crushing it, specifically when it comes to celebrating it is those moments that we think would that be fun would that be funny would that be good for students yes would that be good for the school yes would that add a little bit of silly to the situation yes we seriously cannot go wrong when we are actively making the choice to celebrate education And that is why we crush it. Now, there are obviously four more letters, four more pillars, four more parts to this acronym. But I really hope that this first one has got you mm, fired up and you're like, I am subscribing because I want to hear all four other parts. Some of you are like, I already read the book and I am obsessed with this episode because maybe you heard something differently this time. Maybe you were open to learning something differently this time. And if you are here and you are still listening, 
Thank you. Thank you for celebrating education. And thank you for being the type of teacher who is crushing podcast episodes as free PD because you understand that that makes a difference. Guys, don't forget, if you haven't read or don't have a copy of Crushing It for Kids yet, I'm going to put it in the show notes below. Go get you a free copy. I will email you a completely free digital copy. If you want a paper copy, like a physical copy, because you're that type of person who likes to physically read books, I am also that person. Um, I'll ship you a copy for what it costs me to make it and ship it to you. So I'll send it to you for zero profit. Because that's how passionate I am about just helping fellow teachers. So it cost me $6.99 to print these, produce these, and ship these. So if you want a physical copy to hold in your hands and read, I will send it to you for the exact cost that uh, it takes me to get it in my hands. I'll send it to you for the same. Because I want you to crush it. Because I love you. And because you are living this teacher life. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you can get the next four episodes of this five-part series delivered to you throughout the next few weeks. All right, love you guys. Talk to you soon.